0: welcome to the doxa dialogue podcast my name is david rudy i'm the pastor at doxa church and we're so excited to return for season 5 We've got ben and amanda at the table tonight
1: that's
2: right hello
0: how y'all doing
1: doing good Done.
0: God I know it's a new year it's been a, it's been way too long since we last recorded a podcast Ben I believe you have some news to let our faithful listeners know about
2: yeah. oh man yeah we are excited we have our third child on the way and it is a girl Woo-hoo. amazing the second girl in my paternal bloodline in I think 110 years wow yeah that's I don't even know what to say to that yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. It's, it's a wonderful praise thing. God that's super exciting my wife is not as excited as I am because we said the name would be Cash Mackerel, regardless of gender. <laughs> Cash <laughs> Mackerel. Cash Mackerel. Oh, that's sweetie. great.
0: Oh, can you also, maybe, maybe you'll appease your wife by just like farming out more name suggestions from the audience, from our oh, listeners. Oh, I like that's that. That's always yeah. a good I'm one. I'm sure any
2: of them will be better than Mackerel. <laughs>
0: Mackerel. So listeners, try to top Mackerel. Just try that. Halibut. (laughs) This is the podcast about baby names and (laughs) other other great things. Uh, Amanda, how have you been? How's the start of your 2020 going?
1: It's been crazy. Blur. Uh, Very much a blur. Yeah. Um, Traveling, lots and lots of traveling. But I mean, it's been good. It's been a good kind of crazy, but we're just trying to get settled back into normal after two weeks you need with the that. kids at home and the traveling and the toys and That's the sugar true. and the you know, oh, yeah. all that. So. I know.
0: <laughs> Going on dessert fast. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. And you K- got the, the K- K- Cove Ladies Bible Study yes. starting up this starting week. starting back
1: up tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. So I'm excited about that.
0: Not, Julie and I just saw an amazing movie. I saw a movie called Just Mercy. And I want to give a huge plug for that movie. It was really powerful. Big eye opener. Very revealing about... Just the racial hatred that has uh, been in our country, mm-hmm. and um, just a group of people who fought for for people who were being unjustly tried. And heavy movie for sure, but definitely mm-hmm. one that I would recommend looking into. So. Awesome.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely have to check it out. We'll we went you. we
0: went to the theater last night actually, which was the Clemson game, and it was a ghost town. The, yes. whole, the whole town was <laughs> just dead. <laughs> so.
2: That was interesting. I've heard about that. That's another topic entirely. Sad game. Yeah. Yeah. We still love our Tigers, our Clemson Tigers. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Tigers won, right?
0: Right. (laughs) Well, this is the Docs of Dialogue podcast, and it's not just the year in review of 2020, but uh, the Docs of Dialogue podcast is how you can live on mission for the glory of God. And that's what we wanna discuss. We take things from a topical approach, you know, a different angle from what a sermon type teaching element would be, but this is also very practical because we hear different voices coming at these issues from different angles and we all take a posture where we try to point you to being a Jesus follower and doing what we're called to do, and that is glorify him. So it's a new year and we are going to go to the topic of goals. That's I know right. some of you are in the thick of mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions. And I mean, some people bristle at the thought of <laughs> a goal. Uh, yes. Maybe you're neck deep in trying to accomplish your New Year's resolution and not let go of it after a week and a half. <laughs> really quick. What's, what's your most successful?
2: Well, David, this is kind of awkward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, um, I guess. So I think I had a different definition of goals. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking like buckets, touchdowns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were goals, thinking of Oh no, sports units Oh, man, of, yeah. Of success. I've got all of my favorite sports stars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Sorry. It's I a goal you unit. No, no, you were <laughs> asking good. us a riveting question. Yeah,
0: yeah. The listeners want to know, Ben, Uh <laughs> What is the most successful news resolution you've ever had? Also, Amanda, of course. Um, Y'all have any amazing ones that you've ever Uh, succeeded
2: in? Well... Just uh, judging by my appearance, it's never been my weight. <laughs> <laughs> never succeeded on that one. <laughs> the
1: listeners picture you with a six-pack and long flowing hair. I mean, you're
2: good. Yeah, you yeah, Just keep it a that way. A lot of people say... <laughs> with that a, voice. That I just... look a lot like Thor. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> with just less hair. And <laughs> the fat version from that one movie. Andy uh, from Parks and Rec. There you <laughs> go. Uh, you know, so my most successful... New Year's resolution. <laughs> so honestly, that's kind of where I was going this morning. Okay.
0: Okay. We just hold it's how that. I
2: haven't succeeded in
0: those. <laughs>
2: hey, there's but, plenty of us who are in that camp. But, um, I would say it probably not to be Holy roller or anything. It probably was Bible reading. <laughs> there you go. Um, and, and, just trying to stay on track with that. Yeah. Um, I think probably because technology has been so helpful with that. Yeah. Um, you know, the U version app and picking a plan on there is like yeah. it's very simple. It's it, really good. It gives you reminders. Yeah. And you can just stay in tune with that, which is pretty neat. But yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. Which is a good one. It's a really good one, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. But I know. I, I know I roster I, How's a man deep. gonna
0: top that one? Like <laughs> I know
1: Ben over here with his Bible reading, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, mine was my probably my most successful one uh, was to quit smoking, and that was a couple yeah. years ago. But that was obviously a super important one to have. So oh, that's
0: huge. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I that's mean,
2: great.
0: You. We do have a. Bible. I'm glad you mentioned that. There's a 49 week challenge right now with our church. It's all. It's a U version mm-hmm. Bible reading plan. That's 49 really
2: cool. weeks. We actually did. We reinterpret the year. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing
0: our own our own plan, man. <laughs> Marching <laughs> to the beat of our own drum, this church collectively. But no, it's a it's a great plan where you take a New Testament passage and then all the Old Testament supplemental reading. Gives you the background and like the history of what you're reading in the New Testament, so it's a good plan, but there's a lot of good plans out there, and I would I was gonna say to make y'all both feel better. I mean, my most successful New Year's resolution is probably like a 37-week streak of eating at Chipotle mm, that my nice. wife and I accomplished back when we were without kids, you know. <laughs> that is beautiful, <laughs> Yeah, almost made it the full year. But oh, yeah. yeah, all that to say, I mean, goals, do we even need to set goals? Is, is it just something that makes us discouraged? Is it something that's just more of a waste and a drain than it's actually productive? And I want to talk today about why you should be setting goals. Also, I think we should be at the, in this discussion, having a conversation about managing your expectations with goals mm-hmm. And that begs the question, what kind of goals should you be setting? If you're doing anything that is bringing shame into your life, is discouraging you, you either shouldn't be doing that thing altogether Mm -hmm. or, or you're doing it the wrong way. And I think you have to address that with the conversation of goals. There's definitely a way that you can abuse the goal setting mindset. It can be a huge problem. Uh, but in the proper perspective, if it's balanced with a healthy pursuit of Christ, well, then you're on to something. So let's talk about living life to the praise of his glory and how we can do that with goals.
2: My My thought on setting goals, you pretty much, I think you just nailed it by our little intro to this as far as... You know, this begs the question, mm-hmm. this whole idea of, of goals begs the question, like what kind of goals are you setting? Mm-hmm. And do you have the overarching goal of a doxological lifestyle, like living mm-hmm. life to the glory of God? Do you have that in place first? And mm-hmm. that's got, that's just got to be there. Uh, that's got to be where we start. Um, and I think that's going to help, that'll help a lot of people solve the issue of purpose as well. Like, should I be in this job?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ben, what if I interject here and ask you the question? Because some people are probably thinking this out there. Well, Ben, why why is glorifying God? Why is that the number one goal that I should have? I would 100% agree with you, but I know some people may even just be wondering, like, where where do I hear Christians talking about it all the time? But but I just don't yeah. know where that comes from.
2: Yeah, no, I just made that up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds really good. Sounds uh, really good. I mean, First Corinthians 10 31, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever yeah. you do, do all to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that word "all" is normally pretty inclusive. Mm-hmm. But I, we also think this is this is what Christians were designed to do: was mm-hmm. bring glory to God. I mean, there's, I guess, there are multiple ways we could say bringing glory to God. What do we mean by that? giving credit to god deferring to god magnifying god making god look bigger look, looking mm-hmm. looking as great as we can as as broken individuals reflecting and, his character and, and yeah. reflecting his character i mean this is this goes down to everything we do mm-hmm. as as christians it's going to say something about our god so yeah i mean it's just essential to to live in the christian life and when that's just that's the tip of the spear that's a good place to start so we've got to start there, making sure that these goals are for the glory of God. And that's that means we're going to filter every other sub-goal mm-hmm. through there. Um, and, and
0: that helps to, alleviate a lot of the pressure, too. Like, oh, it kind yeah. of puts the priorities in line.
2: Yeah, it really does. Straight. No, it really does. But what I've been thinking about lately, I'm definitely that guy that goes, I've gone through this, you can ask my wife, I've gone through this cycle of life where I, I set these crazy goals, I, I get burnout, I get tired, I inevitably fail, then I'm put on the sidelines, mm-hmm. and I, I'm kind of useless for a while, just in time for my emotions to like get the, rested and gear up to do the same thing, where I set these similar mm-hmm. goals and I'm all in and then I get burnt out and then I'm back on the sidelines. The and it's cycle just, a it cycle. So. It really is a cycle. I
1: mean, you're just describing a seven basically. Right? Like <laughs> yes. A number. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, well, thanks for that, Amanda. But <laughs> I'm actually a 10, and people no, don't know about that you one are yet. A 10. <laughs> oh, jumping the crown of the Enneagram, the nine, Amanda. That's yes, yeah. I, I invented one. <clears throat> no, I am a seven, but yeah, and that probably just does describe a lot of mm-hmm. sevens. But I am also one of those types that really primarily sees the finish line. Mm-hmm. So I'm the dreamer. You can ask my wife. <clears throat> I love to think big, draw these these fantastic images in my mind, in other people's minds. I actually have a fairly elaborate plan for a downtown Valley Falls, South Carolina. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I know this is only for our local listeners, right. but um, <laughs> in between Upstate and Boiling Springs, I have a plan. If anyone's curious, <laughs> yes, yes, like that this. is complete with a nature walk. Coffee shop, dining, apartments, parking garage. All right. So be on the lookout for downtown Valley Falls. All right. Um, So I enjoy painting these pictures in people's minds. um, And I always come up with these ideas where I see the finish line. I see the product. Yeah. You know, I think David was even there when I... When I came up with the Chunk Norris bar,
0: <laughs> what? Uh,
2: how could I forget? Yeah, I forget? not the Chuck Norris bar, the Chunk Norris bar that was a, a Texas Lone Star circle like Reese cup. Kind I wish of we would have just concept. done that a decade you should ago. Should have patented
1: that, man. That yeah, yeah. Well,
2: technical. now it's it's out there. So uh. someone take my idea and run with it, please. <laughs> I beg you. <laughs> <laughs> um, dis- disposable socks that are comfortable. You know. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. That would be pretty wins? great. Do you guys actually have any big ideas like this? Any big dreams? <laughs> any finish line ideas? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna being, say Doxa Church. There you know, go. Yeah, go yeah I think I think has go. gotta go. I pride myself <laughs> on not setting any goals. So I'll get into more of that. But yeah. it's cool because we're basically having completely opposite sides of the spectrum. Beautiful. Here.
0: I love that we're talking about goals and our <laughs> listeners are ready to like hear some goal setting techniques. And it's all we're saying right now is we're failures at goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 There's hope. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. well, let's get into that then. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> I so I'm the one that often sees the finish line, right? And I think there's a yeah. lot of people like me. And I actually think this sneaks into the church in really dangerous ways as well. Mm-hmm. But however, life is primarily lived in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. It's, it's primarily lived in the training for that goal. Um, so like right now, all of us are working towards something, right? We are all in the process of getting better, changing a personality, qu- qu- losing a few pounds, whatever the, the case may be. Um, but if you look at a marathon runner, How long do they train versus how long do they actually run the marathon? Mm. Like you could train for years. Like that's the process to run this race. That's a huge feat for sure. Mm -hmm. But they're going to run in a few hours. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right? Right. right. Yeah, sense? my dad
1: actually just did one this past that's weekend cool. and he did it in six hours. So That's yeah. really cool. Wow. Props to him. little, little plug That's there. awesome. <laughs> yeah, Way to go, dad. That's really cool.
0: <laughs> and he probably had months of dieting and training and preparation. <laughs>
1: you know, he didn't really do crazy okay, dieting. Yep, he did do some training. <laughs> <laughs> he did do some training. We, we okay. definitely okay. Do
2: that. There yeah. <laughs> we go. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's trained for longer than he ran. He trained right. for longer exactly. than
1: six hours. Exactly, exactly.
2: Right? And if you think even about, you know, what we're going through with a child – how long is a woman pregnant versus how long is the birth, right? Mm -hmm. And so the the process is the majority of the time, the energy, and the effort. And then once that goal is reached, it normally reintroduces a new process. Mm -hmm. So if Mm -hmm. you take a child, for instance, like pregnancy, uh, the goal of pregnancy is to birth this child. Mm -hmm. But then that just, that enacted (laughs) a brand new process. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if you take weight loss, like I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, then when I get there and I reach that goal of losing 10 pounds, I just started a new process of maintaining that loss of weight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we're back at into the process and that's where we're going to spend the majority of our time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've just lived life so long in this. I'm living in a fantasy world where I'm living in, like future glory almost, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. there's some spiritual value mm-hmm. uh, a lot in dwelling on eternity. So it'll impact today, right? We understand that. But yeah, if, if we're just dwelling on in those visions of, you know, downtown Valley Falls or mm-hmm. <laughs> right right. Chuck Norris bar, whatever it is, yeah. um, we're never going to attain it. We're, just, yeah. we're never going to attain it if we don't step into the process. And I think this is where the Bible is, illuminates this in a really, in so many different facets, uh, it's just helpful. But Proverbs 16, nine says the, the Lord establishes our steps. Uh, it says in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And this is where I guess maybe it's a little more practical now, um, where we take those goals and now even right here in Proverbs, it's now a step. Like, so what is a step? and keep it in tune with the marathon idea. It's just one foot being placed down before the other one is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is where the bulk of life is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in those steps. It's not, it's not in the goals um, it's really in the process to reach those goals. So mm. the goals are good, and we have to have them mm. so we know yeah. which steps to take.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um,
2: but you can't let those goals overshadow the enjoyment of the process. In,
1: yes.
0: And taking every step yeah. that you have to take. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so I've just constantly been frustrated beating my head against the wall for not getting what I, quote, want. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because I haven't I haven't invested in the process. I haven't taken the necessary steps to get there. So we've got to break those goals down into small pieces. And I think David's going to touch on this in a little bit too. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, yeah. and I could not agree more with bite-sized chunks of things. But we break those goals down into these daily habits and these daily routines that support the goal. So if I want to be a good dad, I... I'm going to, I have to put the effort into being a good dad today. Mm. Yeah. You know, like I want to be a good dad today and 20 years from now. Right. And the goal is being a good dad. So what does that mean? How does that affect life today? Mm. So I try to take a week at a time and, and this is a 2020 thing, but, um, I try to sit down the first half of the week or Saturday, Sunday, look ahead. And, and I take my personal goals of being a good husband, of being a good a good father, uh, of being a good you know member of the church here, um, being a good employee, being a good son, and I try to take those those goals, personal goals, and I just try to break them up. So what does that look like um, weekly or daily? Some things you don't have to do daily to achieve attain those goals, but uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm just trying to write those down and get on top of that. Um, so I'm actively pursuing. I'm taking little tiny baby steps towards towards those things because I'm not just going to wake up you know, one day and I'm just going to be, it's just all going to be there. Um, A lot of times
0: when we just have a new year's resolution and we have this big, huge overarching goal that we want to accomplish during the year, we can just get overwhelmed and we miss those little steps that you have to take on the daily basis. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just it's all I'm thinking about is the big picture that I can't seem to achieve. And you're right, man. It's it's literally breaking it down into those smaller yeah. steps.
2: Like real estate is perfect. Realtors, they, they get this. And it is mm-hmm. really insightful. I talked to a realtor a little while ago. And he goes, yeah, I, the way I view work is anything that I do today is for 60 days from now. And, and, hmm. and I'm living today with this future goal in mind. The future is going to impact uh, the future is going to impact today. Like I've just, if, if I want something in two months, if I want to pay my bills in two months, that means I've got to work right now. Mm-hmm. I've got to do this.
1: Isn't that like what is it, Dave? I think it's Dave Ramsey talks about if you want to buy a car, start saving up the payment now.
2: Yeah. And if you can
1: afford it now, then save up till you can afford the down payment, and you know, and that that kind of a mindset. You know, if you want something, we'll start working for it now yeah. before you even get there. You know? And
0: he has the yeah, that's spot on. He has the seven baby steps to getting out of debt. Yeah. And yeah. It's like before you can get this this huge monkey off your back exactly. that you feel like you can never do. You can follow seven baby steps to mm-hmm. do these things in this order and you'll get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, that's in yeah. every field, you know? Yep. And, and people sometimes don't apply that natural rhythm of life to their spiritual life. That's what you're saying. Like we have to break it down the same way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And perfect segue to this. I mentioned this earlier, but I think that this problem of just seeing the finish line sneaks into the church in a a number of ways. And you guys shoot me down if this doesn't make any sense to you guys at all. Cause I was thinking through this and I think it made sense to me, but I'd love to hear even the listeners, what you guys think about this. But when we just view church as like what it should be, or, you know, man, I wish we had this or I wish we did this. Mm -hmm. I think it could be potentially dangerous. So if we take the idea of like, we should grow our church, right? That's our goal. Mm
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Are you willing to partake of the process of mm-hmm. growing this church? Mm-hmm. All right. Now we all we understand God God grows, God brings the increase, but we play a part in that. So are you willing to show up when we have outreach activities? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to show up to life groups? Are you willing are you inviting the people around you? The people yeah. your yeah. neighbors, your coworkers, people that know Christ that maybe aren't plugged in somewhere, people that don't know Jesus. Are you doing those things? And that's just such a dangerous mindset for people to show up at church and just be like, man, this, 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 and this needs to be happening here. Yeah. Why isn't it? Right. And and the, and they they they're nowhere to be seen when it comes to planning for those goals because we're trying to do those things as a church. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. We are trying to fulfill the purpose of of our existence as a church. And I don't think God should allow us to endure if we aren't fulfilling our purpose. So like we're really trying to do what, what we're called to do and Mm -hmm. we're thinking through those things, but you know, three leaders, five leaders, we we can't do it. Mm -hmm. So instead of showing up at church and be like, man, we need a bigger building or showing up and be like, we (laughs) should implement this really cool idea. It's like you really (laughs) should step into the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's going to get us one step closer to, that goal, one step closer to that end game. One of those is music. We got Brian here in the room with us. I'm sorry, you don't have a mic. You are you are mute. Uh, but, but I mean, how many people people walk into church and be like, man, I wish our music was better. It's like, okay, what can you offer? We gladly accept help. Like, we want you involved in this process. But anyways, that's kind of where I'm going with this. And I'm just, i think
1: I was going to say, that's uh, I, I did that to myself. I was like, Julie, it would be great if you had like a woman's ministry. She's like, okay, good. You want to lead it? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That right. sounds yeah. great. Right.
2: <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's kind of a challenge from my, my perspective here is, will you take up your cross mm-hmm. and follow Christ one step at a time? Mm-hmm. That's so good, Ben. And there's
0: so much more joy when you take part in that process. Yep rather than being the armchair critic who's sitting back and pointing out, oh, this is wrong. This, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. it's, not even, it's not even a contest. There's way more joy and fulfillment in doing that. So that was good, man. Thank you. Okay, I'm glad that made sense. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so it's, it's actually pretty ironic. We, we had Ben over here, the goal setter, just moving, burning through them, churning them out. And then
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. You get
1: me on the back end to... Uh, <laughs> I I am not a goal-oriented person at all.
2: Well, I'm not either, for the record. (laughs) I'm not either until I had to be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, There's usually, a lot of people who
0: are with you, Amanda.
2: Yeah, That's yeah. Why so good.
1: Y'all get to hear from me too, not just been over here, you know, <laughs> knocking out these crazy ideas. But I mean, you know, it, the way I see it is if, if you don't set a goal, then you can't fail. So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> sound, sound logic. No so goals, easy. no failures. So simple. <laughs> no, but really, I mean, I just, I think we all at some point can have a tendency to kind of want to do that. We like want to sit back and encourage, you know, from the sidelines, like you guys are doing great. You keep up that hard work. <laughs> (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm going to sit right here and and supervise. And I I think part of that is our society, too. You know, we live in this era of, like, instant gratification. Um, Oh,
0: yeah. That's a big one.
1: You know, I mean, mean, as soon as we decide that we want something, we want the outcome to be immediate. You know? It's a curse. uh, Yeah. And, I mean, I I blame the instant pot for that. You know, a lot. We live in (laughs) You know, it used to be the crock pot. If you didn't put it on that morning, you weren't eating it for dinner eight hours later. It wasn't happening. And now you forget. You come home in an hour and that roast is ready. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's done.
0: You know, I was saw an article that someone in our church posted recently on social media about how even with kids, you know,
1: mm-hmm. parents
0: have really gotten into that whole instant gratification thing with your kids. And we're seeing what it does to people when they're like instantly have whatever they want. Like, oh yeah. I want to watch it's this dangerous. TV show now, or I want this snack all the, even something like that. I just want a snack all the time. It's like, yep. no, just, just wait for the meal. Yep. So you're actually teaching a really good trait of life of, I actually mm-hmm. have to be patient. I actually have to work for something. Yep. And yeah, but I'll, I'll let you keep rolling.
1: That's kinda, <laughs> no, no. That's, that's a dovetail into
0: another area. That's
1: very true. Yeah. We could definitely go down the rabbit hole with that one, but that's absolutely true because Biblically, instant gratification is not it's it's not a mm-hmm. biblical concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many examples in the Bible where you know God promises provision, and then it takes a while to get there. You know, King David, mm-hmm. he got anointed and had to wait like 15 ish years, I think. They were trying to yeah. the exact number, I'm not even sure. more
0: than that, right? Yeah, I, I tried, Yeah, a little bit more. At,
1: at least 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, John the Baptist, mother Elizabeth. You know, she was well advanced in years before she became pregnant. And that I'm, I'm not envious of that in any yeah. sense <laughs> of, of that. Same. But, and Jesus, you know, he waited 33 years to fulfill his purpose. Moses mm-hmm. and the Israelites and those are 40 years. I mean, it just the this list goes on. is, it does. It really does. Um but you know our culture today just does not reflect that theme. It encourages us to set goals. You know, everywhere you look it's like be fit, have a great career, make lots of money, find the perfect spouse, have kids. But it says, you know, do it now, you know, be fit, mm-hmm. but you know, lose that weight in like a week. You know, we expect you to, you know,
0: and if this treadmill's not doing it for me, I'm taking it back.
1: <laughs> exactly. Moving on to the Peloton, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, We're so immersed in this like microwave world of quick fixes that we forget that these good things take time. Like Ben was saying, the process of it, you know, I mean, most of the time you don't graduate college and then get that super high paying job immediately. You know, you don't start working out and lose that 50 pounds in a week.
2: Unless you're Brian. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And (laughs) men do. It's not fair. Men can (laughs) lose that weight faster. It's not fair at all. (laughs) You know, and sometimes it takes a while to find the perfect person that God has for you. And and just it can take a long time. So I mean, our lives can sometimes fall into place according to our plan very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we decide to set goals for ourselves or our family, we have to remember that to see them come to fruition, we have to be ready to put in a lot of long, hard work.
2: Ugh.
1: Yeah, tell me about it. We y'all know my husband's medical school. We we, we got that goal <laughs> he, right. He
0: is putting yeah. and um, work, he yeah. is
1: putting in that long hard work. So uh, I. Feel this in my bones right now, and like been you know talked about where I could live in that you know dream world of that mansion I'll have one day, and that maid that's going to be cleaning my house. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not my reality right now.
0: <laughs> so, it's funny, like that goal, that that's uh, I mean not that you'll have a maid, but I mean, oh, I, I always think that's for the new earth, right? Like in heaven, one yep. day he's going to prepare us a home. We got so much to look forward to. We don't have to put all of our goals in that in this little earthly bubble right here exactly this vapor that and it's va-
1: dangerous when you do mm-hmm. you know very much so um you know we have even people a lot of people that settle for the wrong person just because it's comfortable and how many times have we heard people complain about their jobs but just aren't willing to change their circumstances uh, i actually overheard a co-worker it was interesting in the break room the other day I don't know what it was she was listening to. It had to be like some sort of motivational clip or something. But I heard the speaker talking about how we all have the same amount of hours in the day. They were giving examples of super successful people like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and Ellen DeGeneres and Kim Kardashian, you know, just saying that they all have the same amount of hours in the day as we do. You know, and what are we choosing to do with our hours? Obviously, they are choosing to hustle. They're making decisions to spend their time productively and it's paying off for them. Uh, Now, I'm not saying those are great spiritual role models by any means, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Or that success is measured strictly monetarily, but it does show us that in order to make things happen, we have to spend our time doing things that help us get where we want to go.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point. And that's kind of what I was trying to say too, so I'm glad you said that. Mm -hmm. It's like you cannot expect in the future what you're not willing to invest in today. It's
1: Absolutely. Just, and and right. that should ring true in our physical life just as much as it should in our spiritual life. Uh, as Christians, one of our main goals should be to draw near to God, you know, to glorify Him and also just to be near to Him, mm-hmm. uh, to spend time with Him daily, to walk in His will, to know His voice, to be able to trust Him. And just like any of our goals, these things will take time and commitment. You know, excuses like "Oh, I don't have time to read my Bible because the bachelor is coming on tonight, and I really need to see <laughs> that episode." You know, <laughs> I don't have time for quiet time or prayer during my day because that half an hour of scrolling through Facebook and Instagram just really eats into any spare time I have <laughs> left. Oh, it's so it's it. so
0: biting, but it's so true. It's true, no, you know. No. It's really, really.
1: I mean, I can't make it a life group tonight, guys. The Game's <laughs> on. You know, I mean, it's just it, it happens. We've all we've all been there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um. You know, and it's it's not going to be easy. Sacrifices will have to be made. And in some cases, like, you know, we were saying, it could take years to achieve our goals. But God promises us that if we align our goals with His, we will accomplish what He has set for us. Mm-hmm. Philippians 1.6, He who has started a good work will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus.
2: Oh, my God. I really like what you said there to end that, Amanda. Like, you know, God promises that if our goals align, align with his, mm-hmm. you know, we can accomplish what he has set for us. And that's exactly it. I think that's kind of a theme here, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. taking one step at a time and letting God establish that step what he sets in front of us, you know. Exactly. He gives us enough light for that next step, and when he guides us to it, it's just you're going to do what he wants you to do. You're going to yeah. get it done. And that's the yeah. most
1: encouraging part about having a goal is that if it's yeah. a God-given goal, that you will achieve it. Whether it be this life or the next, but you mm-hmm. will you will achieve it.
2: I
0: recently overheard someone in the coffee shop, some coffee shop wisdom, <laughs> and mm, they said, not. yeah, you know that, right? <laughs> you know, Justify. You're, <laughs> A goal without a plan is just a wish. I was like, oh yeah. That's really good. Pretty heavy right, cool. for
1: the coffee shop. Yeah, it
0: was really good. And then I I like looked it up because I wanted to see who said that. And I already forgot, I already <laughs> forgot their name. But as I did that, I saw another quote, which is a dream is just a dream. A goal is a dream with a plan and a deadline. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, and we've already talked about how. That is a truth that is God's truth, even though we're not quoting Bible verses here. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to start out by talking about what is the ultimate goal. And Ben already really addressed that. You know, it's we are created as image bearers of God to bring glory to God. And God's glory is everything that's true about Him. So ultimately, all these like daily step by step process decisions that we make need to be pointed upward to how can this show the steadfast love of God or how can this show the mercy of God or the holiness, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. That's what we have to be looking at as the umbrella over all these other things. And I think once you get that right, you can filter everything else down into its proper place. Because practically successful people in any field since the beginning of time, they don't just consistently make things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, some people are like that. They can just snap their fingers, put their nose to the grindstone, whip something out, but they can't do that forever. Like maybe they do that once or twice in their life and Mm -hmm. we all still talk about it, but that's not a consistent thing. Um, you have to set achievable next step goals Mm -hmm. to get to that place of ultimately living a life that glorifies God, that shows the world what he is like. And, I think when people are overwhelmed with their calling, you can just mark this down every time they're overwhelmed because they're focused on the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you can put your focus on people and people will disappoint you. Uh, You could put your focus on yourself and you will end up disappointing yourself. Mm -hmm. But the way to break through and realize your full potential for Christ is to focus on the main thing and then live it out the right way, and start walking in faith on a day-to-day basis. Philippians 3.13 talks about this, But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So, I mean, that sets your perspective right there. Like The things that we're doing in life right now, don't just make them about life right now. Like make mm-hmm. the things right now matter for eternity, the goal of the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. This is where people can also get this out of balance when they say just don't think about the past at all. Like forgetting mm-hmm. what lies behind is not saying don't learn from your past mistakes. Like use the experiences that yes. you've gone through. But but by putting something in the past means you don't let your past failures drag you down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what even in this Topic of just setting goals. A lot of times, people are scared to set goals because they've failed in the past, or they've seen someone else try and try and try and just live for the goal that that slows everything down. So, first off, with the goal, I would say don't let your past failures define or affect your goals for the future. Don't let that mess it up. To glorify God means you need to know God better. So a baby step daily faith goal would be how can I get to know God better? I mean, that should be a goal that every Christian has, but it's not like a new year's resolution. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this is just, This is just a consistent thing. Like, how can I get to know my God better? Because that will change the way I think.
1: And, you know, just thinking over seasons in my life, how to get to know God better. It looks different for different seasons. So you don't always have to think it's an hour of quiet time every day. Sometimes it's just taking a few minutes in the evening or in the morning Mm -hmm. and spending just that little bit of time with him. It doesn't always have to be this huge prayer session for three hours on your knee. You know, I mean, that's great if you can, but it doesn't have to be that always.
0: Yeah, so true. So true. I mean, when you're a mom and you have kids at home, you're discipling your kids, and that is something where you can grow in your relationship Absolutely. with God. And, you know, when you're single and you're looking for a career, like your your whole life trajectory is just completely different. Mm-hmm. And so that's always going to be changing. It's mm-hmm. so true. Another angle that you need to to set is what is holding you back and damaging your relationship with God, I would always keep this as like kind of an ever present thing on your mind. and and this would fall under like really what is a goal? Like identify those things. I mean, are you not in the Word or you're not consistent mm-hmm. in your time with the Lord because you're just too tired? -hmm. Well, then we just trickle that down. All right, let's keep backing that up. I'll set a goal to get in some better physical shape, or to maybe cut this hobby down so I can get more sleep. Like we're talking about like practical things here, but these all point to Mm -hmm. glorifying God, right? And then focus on one or two things. I think it's I think it's so easy to just just to be like, all right, I got to do this. I got to change this. I got to get this done. And I mean, some people just let their whole life like, get run ragged by, I'm on to the next thing, mm-hmm. on to the next thing. and They can't even breathe in between, right? I think with our Christian life, sometimes we can see, ooh, I have a lot of things I need to fix. There's a lot of things I need to shore up. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to glorify God, it's let's trickle it all the way, all the way down, back it back up to one specific thing or maybe two specific things that you can get first, and then you can build off of that. Some people do a word for the year. It's getting really popular. I noticed this year that was a huge thing, which is great. But one year is a really long time. And we even talked about this a little bit already, Ben. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You know, one word for one year in the span of 12 months, you could have a lot of different things come up. And what if mm-hmm. what if your circumstances change? And, yeah. Or maybe you accomplished that. Maybe you nailed that for in the first month. Maybe you need to switch it up.
2: Did you guys have a word?
1: Survive, I think, is okay. mine. For this. <laughs> this year, we're getting ready to go into starting rotations with Steven School and studying for boards, so we're just yeah. on survival mode this yeah, year. Know.
0: Mine is pray.
1: That's just, a good. I, yep. I
0: feel like I should do that more. Did you yeah. have one, Ben?
2: Cheese. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. No, it was. I haven't. It's not one, but pace. Oh yeah, pace that's was good. kind of the word that's uh, been most common thread recently. But yeah, no.
0: Nope. I like it's that. True. We did that as, as our name introductions for our life group like last week. It was really cool <laughs> to hear everybody's word for the year. But you know, I find my goals to be most successful when I focus on them for a much shorter period of time with greater intensity than I just do this one big overarching twelve month thing. I mean Yeah, very true. Why does our culture say just do it for a year? Because it's like,
2: okay, we think about it for one month and then
1: it's mm-hmm. over.
0: Yeah. Whereas yeah. like we just scale that back. Yeah. Make well, it-
2: that's been my Bible reading lately too. David uh, is instead. I know we're doing the forty nine week thing. Yeah. <laughs> jump on board with that, but uh, even taking that into smaller bite sized chunks. Right. I'm, I'm on a thirty one day reading plan right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can see the finish line on that one. Right. You know, and I, I'm yeah, I can.
0: Yeah, for people who have never read the Bible through in a year, I would say you know what? Maybe maybe just start reading the Bible more. And mm-hmm. I, I have a friend who's doing doing one of those plans, it's called a 10 day word fast. And it's like a 10 day one. And there's a different word each day. That's Mm -hmm. those are, those are so many ways that we can do this. But I, I really think the new year's resolution model with one year at a time is just too cumbersome. And if we can get past that, I think it would help a lot of us. It's kind of like this antiquated method that's so laborious and bulky, just like, Don't use that old uh, 270 pound fullback running the ball ahead for one (laughs) yard and then in a cloud of dust, but like get somebody who's quick and nimble that can catch a swing pass. And I think that will really help us uh, as we turn it upfield. Everyone's goals are going to look different as you already Mm -hmm. said, Amanda, but the most important thing you can do with your goals is to share them in prayer and share them with someone who can encourage you and hold you accountable. Very true. That's that's really my last practical point on goals is getting a physical trainer works right because mm-hmm. they tell you this is the diet that you do we it's proven it's worked do this um, they hold you accountable oh you missed this session well where are you all right we're gonna have to make up for it right mm-hmm. this you can do the same thing with your spiritual goals when you surround yourself with people who love Jesus and who care for you. So don't just make it this big, huge, overarching goal that you can't accomplish, but make shorter, quicker, smaller, more practical goals that other people are in on with you.
2: Another practical thing I meant to say earlier as well, be kind to yourself when you fail Mm -hmm. in that goal. Absolutely. It just, I guess, not in a new agey way, Mm-hmm. I don't mean that like, like love yourself more kind of stuff. Just you are inevitably going to miss a day mm-hmm. or just extending that same kindness that you would give a friend that you're being accountable with even to yourself right. and, and just being easier on yourself. You know, I think that helps a lot too. Cause somebody was yeah. just like, no, I got this. And we're almost legalistic about it. Like, no, I can do this. This is a big goal. And I, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm good. Let's get yeah. back up. And And that's another reason why
0: some people don't, don't set goals is because they know they'll mess up a little bit and they don't want to feel that.
2: Yeah. Yep. But if we can take those bite sized, smaller, just baby steps one day at a time, one foot in front of the other, it's going to definitely, yeah. There you
0: go. Brought to you by the Dave Ramsey podcast.
2: Sponsored (laughs) by Dave Ramsey. DR.
0: (laughs) Well, Hey, that's all we have for tonight and hopefully this was helpful for you if you found this helpful please give us a review and please give us a share to spread the word um, share this with a coworker, and uh, hopefully it is a blessing. We gave you a lot of feedback options. I mean, we're still looking for names for for Ben's baby girl, and uh, <laughs> just keep hitting us with all those goals. Those preferably New Year's resolutions, preferably not
1: seafood related. Yes.
0: <laughs> and now that we've shamed you into having a New Year's resolution, you can just like just just skip that uh, that feedback option.
2: Just take the next right step. There you go. There
0: you go. There you go. Hey, well, we love you. Thanks for. listening listening. We really appreciate just the opportunity to do this. It's fun to have you listen to hear back from you and we will keep it up. We love you. Have a good week.